It's a mean world out there. And it's a mean rage. Let's change the culture. Let's change the way we think about this world. Let's have a hell of a time doing it. Welcome to Mean Age Daydream, a home for comedy, a home for some politics, and a daydream of a world that doesn't suck. I'm Brian McWilliams. Welcome to this man world. Welcome, everybody. You guys can hear me, right? Right? Yeah. You can hear me? Okay, good. Because... I'm doing a special show here with special guests, Dark Claire, a.k.a. Dan Smots from the System is TV, and, of course, my man in Philly, Dr. Science JB. And the reason I'm doing it is because I recorded, well, I recorded an hour-long podcast, one of the best shows I've ever recorded in my life, and then went to upload it and realized that the, uh, the microphone, I'd moved the microphone during the podcast. To get it closer or uh, at optimum distance from my face and um, hit the button to turn it off and none of it recorded. So now we have the opportunity, guys, we have the opportunity to record the best podcast ever. This is your redemption arc. And we're all, we're all, by the way, um, pretty drunk because we just recorded in the future. We're time traveling. You're going to hear on Monday. After this, which comes out Wednesday, you're going to have next Monday, Mark Claire's last show, the 600th show. We allowed him to come on and give his final statements before the trial. Well, thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. As his replacement, thank you for allowing him to come in and get his final say. It was the least, the very, very least I could do. And also, thank you, JB, because obviously, uh, it was obviously uh, Dan was going to come in every other Monday. It's going to be Dan's show, The System is Downs, which uh, Dan talks about his obvious mental deficiencies. Correct. And then JB is going to come in with the Lions of Liberty podcast with JB, where JB talks about the fact that. Um, no, no, no. It's the, the Lions of Liberty podcast with Mark Claire, I believe, is uh, the, the legal shit has to still be worked out but i'm pretty sure there was an addendum in there that says that i still the name has to remain the same but jb is going to be changing his name yeah i've assumed his identity yeah wait jb did we decide it it's not going to be called the lion's delivery the dark claire right you said that that was racist and we're not going to run with that no i'm pretty sure i said that i'm still i'm still (laughs) kind of reeling from the fact that you admitted to everyone that we're just your backup hose and you had something else in store it was only and, me. It was just me. You know my show. I, it's, it, you're not the backup host. Oh, you mean for Lions of Liberty or you mean for my here, show? Brian. Thanks for having us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still reeling off that, by the way. I just wanted to, to mention that. Well, this we show's going to be a shit show because we've already all been drinking. As I said, we've already all literally been drinking on. I'm going to. Oh, I'm going to do this like this. The dark environment. We've literally all been drinking whiskey and whatnot. Uh, JB, I know. Uh, we're, well, listen, it, it's a libertarian said living room drinking lipper episode. Lipper? Lip- Liquor <laughs> episode. Not, not officially. I, I don't I'll think do we said a it real, once, but. I, I'll do a real episode again on Friday. But uh, JB, what are you drinking in this replacement Mean Age Daydream since I did not record the last one? Well, I was drinking some Abelara 12, the double cast matured. It's fantastic. Uh, but it was getting on the top of me, so I switched back to beer. 
<laughs> uh, well, it is later where you are. I yeah, appreciate it's that. It's getting late. So, yeah, well, thank you for sticking. As I said, we, we were on an hour and a half podcast before this. So I appreciate JB, AKA Dr. Science. You may have heard, by the way, you may have heard Jason Stapleton uh, describe Dr. Science. Dr. Science is JB, by the way. And we will at Porkfest be recording the real Dr. Science. We will have many ties. We will have many paper mache volcanoes. Actually, just one. That's the idea. Just Very one paper mache. We're filling it. I don't know how to do that. Baking soda. I have the protocol. Yeah. Uh, and also, Dan Smots, of course, is here. Dan, what are you drinking? I was drinking a Voodoo Ranger Juice Force IPA, but uh, I, I had two of those, and now I'm just having the, the devil's lettuce because Ooh. I have work to do in the morning. Ah, uh, well, we all have. I have a client call at 8 a.m. with the Germans, actually, uh, and the Spaniards. I have a client tomorrow morning, every Wednesday, 8 a.m. I got a call with them, the Spanish and the Germans. Hacking the election? <sighs> no, they, they, that's the Russians. The Germans and the Spanish, they only hack two things. Shiza porn and tapas. Checks and out. by the way, do not go to the Shiza tapas restaurants. Yeah, Disgusting. Just that's not a good, uh, it's not a good combo there. Awful combo. So anyway, guys. Mark's leaving. His last show will air next Monday. What was funny is I did the show talking about my perspective on it, but knowing this show is going to air now before the last episode, what are your thoughts on Mark leaving Lines of Liberty? So in this timeline that we are currently existing in, we have recorded a thing with Mark Clare. Mark Clare's episode where he talked about actually leaving has already aired in this reality that we are currently living in, right? I, I've like my trolling has gotten yes. to the extent that I don't yes. know exactly what is happening. His episode, has- his episode ha- said, yes, he's officially said he's okay. leaving. That is aired. Okay. So he pretended like this was all a joke uh, to make a, make everybody think that uh, the allegations were infactual, which I find hilarious. That's, that's cute. Um, he is leaving and so I'm gonna I'm gonna drop the joke now. Um <laughs> I I could I could autistically keep it going the entire time, but I'm not going to. Um no, I think it's uh I think it's great. I think um like you guys have a, a thing that you're still passionate about in the political realm that I think is very valuable and uh I kind of uh get into both sides of this, so I appreciate both sides, but Mark is kind of more into just doing uh something different and being free to dig into things like conspiracies or spirituality and stuff like that my show has always been conspiracies politics and religion so i like i fully understand this from all sides and there was a time where i was like maybe i should just focus on the liberty stuff i'm glad i didn't uh more power to you for i mean you guys are building culture and stuff like that around that which i think is very valuable too and i think there's value in that realm but there's also value in the realm of just being yourself and when liberty works into that great when it doesn't then you're still you know drawing people into your sphere where they will be introduced to these concepts so i think it's great well so jb i'm curious to jb's take so jb by the way for those of you don't know and and, you know half you uh more than half you have listened to lines of liberty you listen to the show because of lines liberty but i've also got the separate feed you might have come in different you're not libertarians but jb Came in, not a libertarian, you know, joined in and, and he's uh, kind of got introduced to it. And you can listen to Mark's episode where he talks about kind of how he got into libertarianism. But JB, as a guy that 
you know, like Dan's really into the podcasting movement and the libertarian movement, all this shit. JB to you, you know, as I, a JB is our resident scientist. He comes on conspiracy corners. Obviously he's been on my a show a couple of times. Scientist. What's your take on, on uh, Mark leaving? Well, I guess there's a, there's a personal, I guess a philosophical answer. Um, yeah, that's what I'm looking for, man. It's a well, Look, and, and again, it, this is all amicable, by the way. I want to say this. Hey, Mark leaving is amicable. I'm yeah, going to make yeah, fun of him. Of I'm going to make fun of him, and we're all going to make fun of him during this show, which is what I did during my original now lost episode. Yeah. I, so I say there's a personal philosophical question. On the personal level, Mark is my friend, and I want whatever is best for him, obviously, whatever makes him happy and whatever. On the philosophical level. Fuck that shit. Yeah, wherever his ambitions lie, and that, and he thinks this is this is what he needs to be doing right now. I support that wholeheartedly, hundred percent. And um, on the philosophical uh, philosophical level, and I don't disagree with leaving. Actually, I agree with leaving, but for a different reason. That's why I split them up. I can understand maybe why, like. What uh, listening to his explanation, the I guess the last show before the one that mm-hmm. we're on is going to come out, I was listening to his explanation, and he's I feel like with the very heavy political aspect and the nature of that, he's kind of maybe there's a sense of burnout or the sense of uh, maybe futility that is kind of extinguished the fire that requires you to do like we were talking before this weekend and week out, do the research, get up for it. Even when you don't feel like it, if you don't have that fire, um, then that's going to be pretty impossible to keep up. Right. Um, and I can, and the reason I say this on Phil's, I, I was, I've, I've always been, I, I don't want to put words in Mark's mouth, but I've always been where Mark has kind of gotten to in the last two years. And this not podcasting. That, well, yeah, not podcasting for one. <laughs> and two, like, as you mentioned before, I obviously I was not a born libertarian. I was pretty much a standard leftist staunch like Democrat, but my my viewpoints and my political, you know, understanding and philosophy has evolved over the last nine years or so but one thing that's never really changed is the notion that the dream or the idea of this perfect like anarcho capitalist society on a mass scale is actually feasible after all these years and all these discussions i've never actually believed that Oh. Society is actually feasible. JB, I think by, that, by the way, I, I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry to interrupt you. For one second before. Okay, go. go. I think our purpose serves, and people who think like us, and people who do this, is to serve as a foil, a a a um a beacon that not everyone is necessarily going to go to. It's kind of like pushing the Overton window. You need to pull it into the idea. You need to remind before the the masses go over the cliff, somebody needs to be in the air telling them that this is fucked up. That is your responsibility. That is what Mark has been doing. And that is exhausting. That's why I'm saying that is exhausting and annoying, especially when you know deep down that no, this like, this is like this, what you want and what you, you imagine and what you perceive as being the right way 
has very little chance of actually happening because people are people. And I think there's a lot of things. Coercion is innately human desire. People, lots of people fucking completely neglect how coercion is to be human. To be right. human is to coerce. Right. It's right. part of our DNA. JB, so that's funny. It's like, but, but what libertarians do is remind people that there's a better way. I don't ever expect there to be a libertarian society because I don't think it's in our nature to make one. I think JB, okay, so this is why, I, by the way, so obviously JB, by the way, for those of you who don't know, does not listen to many of our podcasts. <laughs> I listen to some. We all have a lot. Not many. Definitely, definitely not mine. But I respect that about him because he's got more important shit to do. So, as I've said many times, JB, you hit the nail on the head, man. And like, and I was talking to Dan about this on the last podcast he and I did with the news thing. Yeah, exactly, dude. It the burnout. The burnout is so severe as a libertarian because you're constantly fighting the good fight. You're right most of the time. Honestly, we're right ninety percent of the time, and it plays out. And you go, yup, yup. Yup. And then what happens? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And you know why? You know why? <laughs> but JB, you hit it. You hit it. And this is why, like, my show, I, I, re, I rebranded to Mean Age Daydream. And my whole focus now, not my whole focus, but a lot of my focus, it's the book I'm working on, is about that exact thing you just talked about. That people cannot believe in the libertarian philosophy of the future. They don't understand it because we're not selling it. All we do is bitch about what's going on currently and say, this isn't going to work. We're going to take away that. That doesn't work. We're going to take away that. That doesn't work. We're bank. We're bankrupting ourselves. We're going to take away all this shit. What we need to do is tell people the future that is fucking bright and beautiful. And it might be unattainable, but what are we talking about here? As libertarians, we try to be principled. Oh, we don't want to promise people we can't deliver. We're the principal party. Okay. Tell you what, motherfuckers, you can be principled all you want. Good luck losing all the fucking time. Losing, losing, losing. We need to promise people what our philosophy can theoretically deliver. Economically, I think it, I think that philosophically, and- racially, everything. And that's what we have. And JB just hit it on the head. We're frustrated because we have nothing to really believe in because what we believe in gets knocked down and showcased as we were right and it fails and nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I, I no, think it doesn't uh, matter how right you are if nobody's listening. That's what I'm saying, JB. And that's what I'm preaching now is what can we pitch people to fucking believe in? Doesn't matter if you're right. It matters if you're inspired. It's about belief. Let's call a spade a spade. We are who we are as a species. It's like this is not how we operate. Belief. Like I, I think it's more. I, I think it's more than, uh, we I think it's more than we need to things. make them uh, feel good about uh, the future. I think that's part of it. But I also think that, uh, JB, you, you talked about, uh, you know, doing whatever we can to push that Overton window. And with that also comes things like this LPNH tweet where they ragged on Megan McCain and made fun of her uh, on her father's grave. Let's talk about that, because that, that was on my show that I didn't yeah. record. Yeah, I, I think that uh, a lot of people rightfully are pissed off about it. A lot of people rightfully think that it's over the line. Personally, I think it's over the line, and I'm also yeah. fine with it. And I think that's part of of like decentralized movement is like 
letting some people do their thing and if they burn themselves to the ground fine like we like there's this whole idea like if you're a libertarian candidate that's running then you have to explain every lpnh tweet it's like no the tweet or the explanation could be that's somebody else because we as libertarians believe that everybody has their own autonomy they can make their own decisions they make their own jokes they can make their own offensive whatever you don't have to agree with it i'm not offended by what lpnh said i'm also not offended by what uh, I'm not offended by the people that are offended by what LPNH said because well, the libertarians were split up between that of like either you were offended by the tweet or you were offended by people who are offended by the tweet and it's like you're you're both fucking wrong just let the tweet be the tweet and enjoy it if you do and if not yeah then well, that, let me let me that, share let me share let me share the the screen so JB can see it as well right here's the tweet actually i think the i think the original tw- oh, this is holidays. a retweet the original tweet was Megan mccain crying over her father's john mccain his coffin Casket. covered in american flag right yeah and, it, and the original tweet said something like happy holidays well, just ha- said happy holidays happy the, holidays yeah, but uh, the point being the point being is that uh you know She's crying over this guy. He's a warmonger, and John McCain should not be defensed in any way. He, he, his policies, he killed millions. They were atrocious. He's a monster. But to Dan's point, so I also didn't agree with this. And I'm for provocative. I, I work in public relations. I understand the concept, and, and I'm for provocative messaging, but it has to have messaging before it. I thought it went too far, but I understood it. Right. I get it because then they can respond to people saying, look, he was a monster that killed millions. Fine. That one I can write off. The one that I can't get that. I don't even remotely get that. It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter, like, who he was. Like, I could understand if it was like some random congressman, but that's his fucking daughter. Like, you would have to do a lot for. We're saying it's over the line and also go for it. And your little girl not fucking be. In a, a wreck because you're dead. Like you're right. Like, piece of shit. JB, you're right. And and, and <laughs> let me let me expound on this. Here? That's his daughter. No, JB, yes. you're right. It is you're bad. Right. And we right. like it that way. Let me just say one thing. Sorry, Dan. Let me add one thing. Or some neocon hawk who's so sad that his idol died. That's his fucking daughter. Hold on. Let me add one thing. You're right. And this is the point I made uh, as well, is that I get but I and again, I want to emphasize I get the point of it. But it's still wrong because here's the thing, too. Not everybody knows that's Meghan McCain and libertarianism. One of the best inroads in is from military people because they've experienced the war state firsthand, the the false bill of goods, the horse shit, the military industrial complex. That's a great ground for people to be like, wow, this two party system's horse shit. The GP is horse shit. This tweet did nothing but if you didn't know the context, pissed them off. Because all you're seeing is a woman crying over a grave of a fallen soldier. Because that's what McCain got because he served. That is not good messaging. I get it, which is why I can excuse it. Because I get what they were trying to do. I still don't agree with it, but I get it. Now, let me talk about the next tweet. Not the next one, very next, but another tweet they sent out. Before you do that... uh... I understand why people are offended or think that this is completely unnecessary or whatever, but also you can't argue with the, the libertarians on Twitter was trending the entire weekend. You can feel bad for Megan McCain, but she quote tweeted that thing seven times. 
Yeah. She, she just kept playing, uh, trying to get sympathy votes of, uh, hey, look at what these these evil libertarians are saying about me. Hey, again, look at what. Hey, 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 hey. Seven times she said it. Like, if she was really that offended by it, why does she keep bringing like bringing it to light? It's because she's trying to play the victim, which uh, makes me feel much less sympathy for her. And hey, we got a whole lot of articles written about us. Sure, they're not happy articles, but we got a lot of exposure. Way more than uh, uh, I was talking to the person who tweeted this. And I know who it is. You know who you are. Um, but uh, I was talking to him earlier today. Know. And yes, I'm sure um, <laughs> it's not not that big of a secret. He's he's on Twitter still. Um, yeah, we all we all knew who it is. And I, yes. we also we all texted him. I yes. never again. I never. I didn't have as big a problem with the Meghan McCain tweet. But again, I told him. But the problem is, it's ostracizing. To, well, right. Whatever. Go ahead. But I was talking to him earlier today. And I was like, uh, "This has its ups and its downs." But you got more exposure than the Joe Jorgensen presidential campaign got the entire time in one weekend with one tweet. That's right. Fair enough. Like, but come on. Well, well, you're professional. Is the old adage? Like that, no publicity is bad publicity. For or libertarians, goes, yes. Is that really true? <laughs> For is libertarians, that, yes. Like, like it, is there no? What, like, we have nowhere to go, good, but no up. matter. No. You know, I'm sure there's limits within reasonable limits, of course. To answer so, Jamie's right. question, and this is and this is where I have a problem. The answer overall is yes. The good PR, like that's why I usually don't have a problem with. I know what tweet you're going to talk about, and I agree with you on that, too. Just Yeah, provocative tweets, right? Yep. I don't have a problem with them. Because if you're coming from nothing, then you have nothing to lose. But the problem is now, when we talk about the Meghan McCain tweet, like I said, I'm okay with it. I don't. I would not have tweeted it, but I get it because it has a message. Yes. I don't get right? it. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why. Well, well, no, but, but Jamie, well, I don't, I don't want to tell this dead. too much. Because I want to, I, JB, trust me, you'll have a much bigger issue with the next tweet. So let me just explain. The Megan McCain tweet, again, I get it. It's don't cry over war monsters. But my point in the tweet was that, again, people didn't know it was Megan McCain. You're going to drive away more people that are veterans than attract. My problem is more with another tweet that came up and which I was talking to LP's chair about which was a tweet that said $6 million minimum wage or you're an anti-Semite. What? That, yes. That was a tweet. $6 million minimum wage or you're an anti-Semite. Now, again, I don't know exactly who wrote the tweet. I know numerous people who work on that new Liberty uh, Party of New Hampshire account I am very good friends with one of them, Reed. I've had Jeremy Coffin on my show. I don't know who tweeted it. That's one where I don't understand what you were thinking. Because... Nothing to gain. Uh, nothing to gain. Attracting attention, right? With the, with the Mega McCain, at least you could defend it. Well, right? You get attention and you defend it. Sense. Right? You defend it. The McCain was a war criminal... We have to, uh, even though I think optically is a bad idea, you can defend it. The the six million minimum wage reference to the six million Jews, there is no defending there. It's just a horrible idea. It paints you as anti-Semitic. It, there, there's nothing to gain here. 
The entire thing with provocative tweets is a risk-reward. You have lost everything here. They did delete that one. Well, and and I, I will say that. I, I will but, say that. But, I but obviously too late. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and uh, I feel like that is the exception to like to go back and re-answer JB's question is any is all press good press um yes and no like yes this one got them more but it's like you didn't have really like it's a joke still i'm not offended by it but i also like from a state party blue check account give us some, like if you're going to make an offensive joke i'm fine with it as long as there's like some substanation yes like this is something from a personal account it's like okay whatever haha and i know the thing that they were making fun of with that which was i don't remember some other blue check uh said something like but that's something like such and such minimum wage or you're a racist and so they were kind of parodying off of that but it's like yeah but there's really no substance here there's nothing to gain right there's edgy anti-semitic joke which is or like edgy joke that could be interpreted you were fine with it being interpreted as anti-semitic and there's really nothing to gain there in my opinion jb i was gonna say like that like compared to the the mccain thing the reason why i think that that's bad publicity is the the fact that it's multifaceted you hit the point that on face even if you don't know who she is you see a coffin you see an american flag that's going to trigger like things in certain people like veterans you know, people support the troops, whatever. It doesn't even matter the scenario. The fact that you're tearing something like that down is the first problem. But even if you do know who she is, which was my point, it makes it even worse because that's why I was like, it would make much more sense if it wasn't a person that had such a close connection to John McCain. Like if it was a congressman or an associate or like maybe another member of the Air Force. He was in the Air Force or Navy pilot. I forget what he was. I, I know remember. he was a pilot, but I don't know which branch he was in. But I respect doing... veterans that actually go to war or whatever Trump said about him. But like it would it would be a it would be it would still have that negative connotation, but at least it would have that layer of more sensibility that you're honoring someone who doesn't deserve to be honored versus right. your daddy just died. <laughs> well, I know, you know, and like and come on. Like that's and, that's and you're saying he's a monster. Too, it's but talking about the, the next like, tweet. You have to be a special monster for your daughter to to be glad you're dead. That's what well, I'm trying to say. What if your dad was Hitler? Should well, you be glad your dad's I, dead I, at that I, point? I think he classifies as a special kind of monster. I, I don't want to spend too much on it. Uh, all right. <laughs> a- appreciate your point of view. But again, JB, can you agree? The next tweet, regardless, the message is lost. The only message that comes across to the population when you tweet $6 million minimum wage or you're anti-Semitic, the only message that comes across is one of Holocaust reference with no real point. There's no point oh, being made. Like, what's the point? Million. Can, can either I you actually, think of a point being made? No, I actually just got that, to be honest <laughs> with you. I well, actually just got that. Well, the reference, I mean, 6 million Jews died in the Holocaust. Yeah. Six million dollar minimum wage, but again, yeah. what what is the point you're making? What is the point you're making? The it's minimum wage is bad. Why did why you joke. can make that point a it's million different, uh, six million different ways, Seems without referencing the fucking Holocaust? <laughs> There's no benefit. <laughs> Thank you. 
There's no benefit to that so tweet. <laughs> There's no benefit, right? That's the thing I'm saying. There's no benefit. Provocative tweets, right? Bad PR can be good PR. The Meghan McCain shit, I think, in overall could be good PR. But the Holocaust, six million reference, is not going to be. And Angela, the new chair, Angela McArdle, I'm texting with her. She's got a week of her life taken away now dealing with this fucking horse shit. Over what? And what do you say? I told her the only thing you can say is, look, we value, you know, independent voices, but we obviously need to, we disavow racism and anti-Semitism. They were trying to be provocative and there's it's a kind risk of forcing to that. Us to, uh, to do the whole, I condemn bigotry as irrational and repugnant. At this no, point. no, you don't have to say that. <laughs> and I, especially does not say that, but the point being, it's hard to walk the line between, look, we have to clamp down a little bit more on our individual messaging, which is a strength because in theory, you should be able to test market concepts in individual markets, state markets. But when you have this shit happen, it forces the hand of the LP national to be like, well, fuck. It forces them to defend them to say, we're not Nazis. We're actually not Nazis. Yeah. Well, they have to do damage control. Right, because that's not the image they want to portray. If they didn't care, then they wouldn't have to do it. But there's something clearly wrong with what that presents that the party as a whole doesn't want attached to them. Exactly, and it's simple as. And when you have LP New Hampshire getting national attention more than national Libertarian Party attention or quotes, that's a problem. And now national has to defend the actions of a state a state tweet. And who's in charge? That's what people are going to think. Who's in charge? What do they stand for? It's fucking bad, man. It's bad. And look, and I was talking about like the beauty of the messaging on the state, like I said, is you can test market concepts, right? Yeah. Libertarian New- Party of New Hampshire, I like 99% of what they do. I think it's good. Push the limits, push the boundaries. But they clearly went too far. Not once, but twice. It's like if we had a bunch of little uh, whatever, kind con- like libertarian utopia countries, and we were all testing out our different strategies and everything. This is like a very, very minor that on a very minor scale where we can, you know, we can try out a thing. It's like, oh, that actually didn't work. So if like one of these little countries was like, hey, we're gonna try communism, we'd be like, go for it. But and we'll we'll praise you when you're doing certain things and it's working, and we'll also point out when. You guys are, you know, pooping in the street. Well, that's the idea, right? Except the fact that national media latched on two stories in a row now. Right. Like I said, the McCain one, defensible. I don't even mind, you know, New York Post, the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire's response. People I probably know responded saying, look, yeah, I'm sorry. We're not going to tiptoe around the fact that John McCain is a fucking war criminal. We're not going to apologize for war criminals, which is why... Again, That's fair JP, enough. It's I understand like your position, but, yeah. but at least they responded in that way. The Jewish, you know, $6 million minimum wage tweet, you can't tiptoe around that. There's no defensing it. There's no, there's no comeback. There's no response that makes that okay. It's Brian, just a I, bad fucking idea. I know you're really upset by this tweet, and I know that you want to condemn bigotry as irrational and repugnant, but Obviously. I want to address 
uh, just to add a little fuel to the the Megan McCain fire, if you could share my screen, I've got it screen share here. Uh, I will, if and JB... I will let JB uh, respond first. Yes, this is uh, Megan McCain on the View. I can't hear it. I don't hear anything either. You can't hear it. No. No. Okay. I think it's muted. Is it muted on your screen? Uh, I can me... see it, but I, I can't hear it. Okay. Yeah, I see it. Let me no in the actual uh, YouTube tweet. No, it's, screen. it's playing on my well, end. This is like I, I, I should. I, I don't know if I mentioned this isn't about like personal offense. It's just a I take about, complete like, personal offense for to anybody like, who what, defends. What do I think is actually will will work <laughs> and like? Is this the best course of action? Really? Like I think right. you, just you make send more, me the link, Dan. I'm working on it. Um, I'm gonna stop. Keep going, JB. I'm listening. Sure. Keep going, JB. It's like with with either of these things, it's just like you're not accomplishing much, much other than notoriety. You know, you're not winning any like it's kind of like you're not in a position you're like, oh, like, does the National Party have to answer for New Hampshire? But in in this world, in our society, the way that human beings work and have worked since recorded history. Yeah, they actually kind of do. Because we live in a hierarchical society, whether we want to or not, and they're perceived by the vast majority of us as underneath the national party. So right. the responsibility will eventually fall on him because that's how we do things. Exactly. Right? We have to deal with how we actually do things, not how we want people to be. We have to deal with people how they are. So this is inevitable. It's well, whether or not what we're going to do about that. And with the libertarians, what we're going to do about that is always objectionable because it requires like um, the National Party to set boundaries. Right. Which is against mo uh, That's the basic tenets of what we agree. <laughs> exactly. No, JV, exactly. <laughs> like, I, was I was talking to Angela, again, Angela McArdle, the chair about this, and my initial, as a public relations executive, my initial response is, okay, well, we got to say we're going to clamp down. Either There's two options. We're going to clamp down anti-libertarian or that, look, libertarianism is that we believe that each of these states has their own ability to message and that's their right. And you go, okay, well, you can say that. And in theory, that sounds good. But then when something like this happens, yeah, it damages the fucking whole. Right. Well, and yeah. like, and that's a, and, and I don't think the libertarian party should have complete control over the States. And I, and I don't, and I still don't think they should even with this happening, but I guess it has to be a good faith agreement. And, but that's the thing with good faith agreements is you can't enforce them. And that's and, a beauty. That's a beauty and a poison of the libertarian system. But you can't say that to media. And, and I won't tell you what I what I told her to say. Media, like but. they're trying to get exposure, and like you said so yourself, to get exposure to be seen, a lot of times you have to push the boundaries. If this was anything else than a political organization, they just told a bad joke. Right. But exactly. because they stand for something, some type of organization, some type of governmental organization, they're either consciously or subconsciously hold to a different standard that someone like, you know, like, you know, anyone, let's say uh, Kevin Hart might have tweeted that and as a joke and it didn't go over well. People might hate on him for a few days, but then they forget about it because he's a comedian. <laughs> 
And right. he just told a joke that didn't land. Political parties don't have that option. DNC Pennsylvania doesn't is not allowed to tell bad jokes. I will say this though. And then I gotta that's take a how, pee. That's how these things work, and that and that's basically what happened. It's not going great so far. Well, let me let me float this idea that I'm gonna take a pee, and you guys have to talk until <laughs> I come back. Because uh, we again we had recorded for an hour and a half before this. I did send you that link, by the way. I got it. I'm gonna play it as soon as I get back from peeing. So, like you said, you have the ability as you know, Kevin Hart can uh, tweet it and let it go. Yeah, it doesn't land. It's misinterpreted. People complain about it for a couple of days, and then it's gone. But here's the counterpoint. The Libertarian Party always and also ran, never gets attention on a national level. I th- still think this is bad, but I think overall the strategy is good because unlike a Kevin Hart where it's here and gone, they are getting talked about. I would argue that they, uh, for bad reasons, but maybe they need to tweet and get attention for bad reasons a little smarter. What do you guys think about that? It's possible. Yeah, that's true. I agree with you. I agree with you on all the points that you've made. And also, I don't care. I don't care at all. It's Twitter. Twitter is not real. People grow up. Um, I don't care about the lovers. Don't care about the haters. Like it's just a fart, a digital fart jar. That's all Twitter is. Yeah. And that's all this was. Like it was like somebody had a stupid joke thought and they tweeted it out, and some people got pissed off. And some people will make assumptions uh, in the negative. Some people will, I don't know, uh, realize that it's a joke. It doesn't really matter. Um, I think that uh, it's overall, I agree with Brian that it's uh, it's a net negative because you can't really it doesn't have any added value. You can't explain it. Um, And I told the person who tweeted it out at when at one point I told them, like, I don't I'm not offended by this joke, but I also don't think it has any any added value for anything like it's edge without con like substance. So I, I don't care. But also, I understand why you would delete it. I understand why some people would think it's stupid. Edge uh, without substance is pointless. Yeah, I'll be perfectly frank. I think the Libertarian Party could maybe use a little bit less edge. Because read anything other than Libertarian modeled things. And Libertarians are portrayed in popular media as neckbeards, scumbags, or pedos. So maybe yeah, so we, we have nowhere to go a but up. little bit less <laughs> yeah, edge when dealing with the general populace. No, I agree with completely, JB. I like to dance point. Neckbeard, scumbags, or pedos. I think we have nowhere to go but up. But again, to remind but you, but am like I that- wrong? Before we continue, am I wrong? From popular me, just, just outside the general, would would that cover the umbrella? The general, if you go on Twitter no, and that's have someone we have nowhere make a to comment about a libertarian, we agree with it, you. Does it not fall into one of those three umbrellas? But that's what but that's what we're trying to change. Oh, it's, that's what I'm trying to change. Uh, you're probably I right. See these tweets, you know. I'm like, well, that's not me, but well, that's what people are saying. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong, and and that's and that's what I also said again in my lost episode, which is why we're recording this episode to remind everybody. I recorded a fantastic hour long episode in which my mic was off. Fun to find out when you looked over the. Uh, Yep. You don't know how to podcast still. We get it. <sighs> so anyway, 
But I also made the point you're talking about, JB, is that people view libertarians, you know, neckbeards, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But you have to change that concept of what, what we are, who we are, what we believe in. And these tweets don't necessarily help. Yeah. The tweets that are out there, right? Who are they going to attract? It's not going to be people that are honestly going to be converted to libertarianism. You get attention. Good, right? But there's good attention and bad attention, which is why there has to be intention behind the tweets. Attention, intention. The tweet has to land solidly philosophically because otherwise all you're getting is trolls who want to jump on to piss people off and yeah. trolls that piece that want to piss people off aren't winning the libertarian party anything they're not number one they're not voting number two all they're doing is driving away other rational people you have to have i don't Some mind provocative messaging be provocative god damn please we're yeah. we're 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 batting up man yeah. we got another loose but we don't have nothing to lose. We have to be smart, be provocative, but be pointed. And if you're yeah. not provocative and pointed, all you're doing is being a troll and people are going to dismiss you. Exactly. That That is it in a nutshell. There's a way to be pr- pr- provocative and still be thought-provoking, still right. make people force, force people to rethink things that are foundational in, in the sense. And these memes don't do that. That's what bothers me so much. It I mean, the Megan McCann me is, is angry. It's like, it's like what, like knowing who that is with the Megan McCain, it doesn't have the, the gravitas that they're looking for because that doesn't force anyone to rethink anything. It falls flat. It's pointless. If it was like someone, if it was the military doing it, I, I didn't support this, this meme as much before this episode as I do hearing JB try and tear it down. Now oh. I'm I'm more on board with the making. Oh, well, oh, I'm actually I'm actually more <laughs> anti the meme because of JB, yeah, I, JB's glad, point. I'm so, JB's I'm point. No, JB's yeah. point lands with me, and this is the point I was making when I criticized it: is that the tweet that was put out evokes an emotional response from people that either had military deaths, had been in the military, knew someone in the military who had a death. The first reaction to that is emotional. And that's, again, the whole focus of my shit now is emotional resonance, making people believe in the future. The tweet that they got put out of Megan McCain, whether or not you know who she is or not, crying over a fucking casket with a flag over it, has an immediate emotional response, and there make and, them dig a little deeper to figure out why. Yeah, that that was yeah that was the point. But I they I think Dan, they, do you really think ro- they're digging deeper? Do you do you really roll think the clip, people Ryan. that were in the military? No, are I still dig think deeper? people think I hate Mark McClare and uh, Dave Smith. Some people are stupid. That's fine. Um, roll that clip and see if people are more sympathetic or less sympathetic to Liz Cheney or <laughs> Megan McCain. <laughs> Same thing. Whatever. I love her. Same story, different groceries. Look, Megan McCain's a piece of shit. We can we'll come back to it. Hold on. That doesn't make a difference. But what I'm interested. Yes, they they could. They (laughs) could still do it. But let's remember. Yeah. Let's remember that they were able to put forth a Supreme Court justice within a week. 
They can yeah. still do it. There's right. nothing in the Constitution that prevents them from impeaching, yes, but, remove, convicting well, and removing but here's, and, and, and here's for the, uh, January 20th. On, on that note, here's you should problem. be treating these domestic terrorists. He's not terrorists. going to be. A, sorry. This I is can't, Megan It's hard to. I just. That's all right. I, I just think we but need to treat the domestic the terrorists the way we do actual terrorists. I think we need to consider all all, all right. possibilities. I'm not against sending these people to Gitmo. And that may sound extreme. These are domestic terrorists who attacked our own republic. They should be treated the same way we treat al-Qaeda. The apple doesn't I fall apart. So, I'd, I'd like, like to know bed. where the uproar... I- all right, that, that's it. Uh, you can say that she's just his daughter and she doesn't de- deserve you know criticism, but when she's calling for domestic terrorists around the january 6th thing to be sent to gitmo they need to be tortured they need to be treated as actual terrorists i'm sorry i don't have any sympathy hey, for you whitney, having a mean whitney tweet. agree with her but go ahead jb wow well i did see that and i'm very happy to see at least a show even on abc is not above everyone talking over each other at every <laughs> given moment so it's nice to be in good company yep. so um, anyway <laughs> <laughs> but other than that i i the point I'm making has nothing to do with Meghan McCain as a person. It really has nothing to do with John McCain as a person. You know, it doesn't like, like I said, you have to be a special kind of fucking monster for, for a daughter to not be upset. Their dad is died. And I, I have, and I, I don't need to break this news to you. John McCain is not special. He's a pretty like ordinary American politician. As far as I'm concerned, he, he maybe might have had more power and influence than any other, but his mentality and motivations are no different than hundreds that we've yeah. had since the turn of the century. He's not abnormal. He's not at least not enough to be made this pariah that you can just sh- put a picture of his daughter crying over his grave and have that resonate with people. I'm sorry, but that's yeah. the truth. And have it resonate with people. Sure. Yeah, I, I think all the exactly. first part. I, and I have disagree. it resonate with <laughs> yes. people. Have this girl crying over a father's daughter. He needs to be a special kind of bad. And again, going back to me and Brian's first point, um, we thought it was over the line. Yes. And we thought that it was crass and we thought that it would piss a lot of people off. And I'm still personally fine. I, I wouldn't do it necessarily, but I'm certainly not going to condemn it because uh, it had its benefits. But... but- I think JB makes an excellent point because JB is coming from, and again, that's why I I think JB is uh, unbelievably valuable to this podcast and program and will be uh, on. Works for the government or something. I hesitate to bring him on more because the value is this. This is the (laughs) fucking value. I don't even want to bring him on more, but this is the value is He's a he's coming from a guy who came from the left, got converted through logical arguments to become a libertarian, but he finds this offensive. And I think you made a very good point as to why. And I agree with you completely, JB. Which is why, like I said, I would not have posted this. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think it's good messaging. I get it, though. As I said, I get it. And as Dan said, we get it. Because you can defend it, at least you can defend it. Yeah. Right? You can. It's still not a good idea. It's still not good optics. And I think it's going to overall drive away people that are your most likely fertile base to convince people that war and the war state and the military industrial complex are bad. 
That's a bad idea. Need, everybody needs and, that like retarded stepchild in the corner. No offense to LPNH, <laughs> my homies. Uh, but like, I, I don't know. Like, if we've got everybody preaching the same message, what's the value to that, too? Dan, but here's the thing. Agreed. And you know, I agree. And you know, I love LPNH and I like what they're doing. Push the boundary. But you do have to have guardrails. You do. I think you have to have a purpose. Well, that's what so I don't really that, defend those the are the guardrails, buddy. But the first those, buddy, those are the guardrails. The purpose are. is the guardrails. The the last the Mega McCain tweet, I would say it is in bad taste. I wouldn't have tweeted it. I think it is more offensive than it is helpful, but I get it. Again, the one we were talking about earlier, the six million tweet. Yeah. The guardrails were off. I agree with you. you. There's you fucked it up. There's no guardrails. You have to have guardrails. And I think it's a benefit for the Libertarian Party to have the ability to have test markets for this shit that you're not controlling. But at the same time, I feel for Angela, man. Same. I mean, she's got other shit going on. The, the, the chair's not a paid position. She's trying to help forward the message. She's on board with what the messaging is to push it forward. But she's now a full week been fucked. Yeah. And there's no way, as I told her, there's no way to walk this back. All you can do is say, whoops, whoops. Well, we, and, and here's the problem though. Libertarian, here's the problem for libertarians. The only thing you can say, sure or not, is that we will try to be more strict in how we oversee messaging. Brian. And libertarians me- won't like that, but that's the only thing you can fucking say. And libertarians Brian. need to realize that Look, you fucked up, and you fucked it up for everybody. Brian, let me ask you a question. Why can't Angela just say, look, we don't control every individual party within the 50 states. They have their autonomy. They can tweet what they want. It's not our message, and we had nothing to do with it. Deal with it. Why can't she say that? I'll tell you why. Because I thought about telling her, to say that exact thing. Actually, what I thought what I thought about telling her to say was that the benefit of the system we have is that individual parties can test market messaging and find out if it works or not. But the problem is, and as I told her, what they'll say is, oh, so a state party can be as racist as they want all the time and there's no accountability on a national level? You see how that doesn't work? Of course. Well, that was a, more of a rhetorical question because it goes back to the point that they're seen as the overseer. Like what happens beneath them reflects poorly on them because they're seen as as normal, the people in charge. Right. So they don't have that luxury. Any message below them is their message. They can't they can't dis themselves distance themselves from it. JB, you should have been in public relations. No, you're exactly right. And Angela, we were talking. We were talking about this exact thing. I was like, "Look, you're in a fucked position here. Right now, certain people are pissed off at you because of what they said. National media is pissed off by what they said, but at the same time, you cannot condemn them for what they did. She can't." It's a it, think about that. How bizarre a position that is. She can't say 
We're going to revoke their charter. They should never have said that. You can't say that because they're libertarians. They have that. So what I told her, I, she did a, a good statement, but I told her, I said, the best you can say is that the Libertarian National Party will have more oversight over messaging on a state level. But at the same time, you know, we are not an overarching authoritarian regime. Like, what can you do? You don't want to forgive it. I thought it was like, look, say it was inappropriate. It was deleted. We'll have a conversation about this messaging. But at the same time, it's ultimately up to them. But she can't say that. Right. And I didn't tell her, you can't say that. You can't say the biggest benefit is what you'd want to say, which is that each party statewide can test their messaging and we have no say over that. They could disaffiliate them, but that's authoritarian. So what's Angela going to do? You can't say that. So all she can say, as I told her, is that we will have conversations about radio. This was inappropriate. They were trying to make a provocative message and they missed the point. Provocative messages sometimes hit, sometimes miss. They messed up. We're going to talk about it. This is not the intent of the National Party. That's all you can say. Apparently, there was a rumor going around earlier today that I rage quit the party because of the... Uh, I thought it was... Who cares? I, JB, I, do you care if <laughs> Dan rage quits the party? You shouldn't. You really shouldn't. You no. should care just as much as I care about everybody else who rage quits the party. But uh, yeah, there were some people that thought that I rage quit because uh, it sounded like because LPNH was too offensive and that the the national lost uh, credibility, which is obvious. Like I was retweeting their stuff the whole time, not the Holocaust one for what it's worth. But um, the uh, then somebody else said that they thought I rage quit because I was pissed off at LP National for condemning or quasi condemning you know lpnh i'm like it's neither it's neither i genuinely like i said earlier while brian was peeing or whatever he was doing um jerking off um i don't care at all about any of this controversy like i think that i agree with brian on every single point that he made and i've already thought all of that through and um it's twitter like in in the long in the grand scheme of things, people are going to forget about this, just like most of them forgot about Aleppo. And if they didn't forget about Aleppo, then they only remembered it because they wanted something to use against us. And if they wanted something to use against us, they were going to find something, whether it was this, whether it was Aleppo, whether it was fat dude stripping on stage. Like we don't have credibility. I uh, agree with you, Brian. And also, I just think it's all it, it's all, all right, kind uh, of I, I just go, i, I want to let jb end this episode and we're going to end this very soon because it's late and i, I can see jb's tired so yeah, i want jb to end this episode but oh let me make this counterpoint Not even one more hour than uh dan does <laughs> only one more hour jb Let's keep the party going um wait 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 jb it. hold on let me respond to dan and then you i want you to have the final say on this dan okay so yeah, you can say don't it's, care. On, it's don't on Twitter. Care. It, it's here. Nah, you can say. I'm, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, I work in public relations. The problem with the problem with articles written is that it's not just on Twitter. 
It's that the tweets they did are not just on Twitter. They're on the Jewish Journal. They're on the New York Post. They're on the Washington Post. I they're know. on easily. Realistically, I agree with you 100%. When you Google the Libertarian Party, that's what comes up is these bullshit. And there's bullshit. They've always been bullshit. But mainstream media results talking about how shitty and anti-Semitic and, uh, and cruel right. and anti-veteran. This is the problem. It's good to get attention, right? If you can defend it. But the problem is, and I know this from 20 years in the biz, the headline matters. And right now what's happening is the headline is the Libertarian Party is anti-Semitic, anti-veteran, pro-death. You know, it, it's not good, which again is why I'm trying to change the narrative. It's better and, than pedo. I mean, we're stepping up in the world at least. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess. So uh, JB, I want you to end the show. Actually, before JB talks, because JB, I can already tell he's deep in thought. No, this I'm show. Contemplating. Well, I will have another show on Friday, guys. I thank you both, by the way. This has been an hour long. Thank you both. I, You're amazing for. You're welcome. Stepping in, he says that before he's about to apologize for whatever this was. And no, no, no I'm not apologizing for, for this. <laughs> this was great, and I appreciate you both because uh, I fucked up and recorded an hour show that didn't happen. I will, guys. This show will air. Thank you all for listening. I will have a show on Friday on the Lines Every Network that will air. I'll go through some of the shit that I did in the show that didn't record because I'm an, an asshole that turned off my mic by accident, but. Dance Mots of the System is Down TV. Listen to his show. Obviously, you should be familiar. He's amazing. JB is our man in Philly, our doctor science, and our voice of reason. And I appreciate him coming Former on. Former science you'll... correspondent on Conspiracy Corner. When that uh, now, it, now it will be called <laughs> uh, Secrets, Lies, and Cover-Ups, JB. But JB like will be there. Name. So join the Patreon if you like JB. JB, take us out, man. What are your what are your thoughts? Well, I I get the general perception as being part of this community for a while now is a community that's not well liked. Let's not kid ourselves. And if we're trying to change any aspect of our society, we need to be more popular. And this is not the way to do it. There's a way to be provocative. There's a way to make people dislike you. Like I could think of any number of things. You could have like, like a pictures of like former veterans that are junkies with needles sitting outside a VA that are not being taken care of, and paint the same message about America's excess with the wars and how they destroy people and how they don't even take care of them afterwards. There's so many different ways you can do it. With it make it more poignant and make them once if. Once or if they can get past her initial um, revulsion to the picture, to the, the sentiment you're portraying, make them think about why this is happening. There, th that doesn't happen with the McCain picture, because once you get past what you're seeing on the face, all you see is a daughter and a father. That doesn't work. And that that was really my and it it has nothing to do with personal offense. Like I'm not like it's, it didn't elicit any like extreme emotional response. I'm just saying this is poor marketing. Like if we're trying to get people to listen to you, this is not the way to do it. Um, especially when you don't have a very positive reputation to begin with. You're starting at a negative. 
this is not the way to climb out of a hole. And we need to start coming to terms with that. Logic and reason is not going to win the day because if logic and reason was going to win the day, it would have been won by now. Mm-hmm. That's why Let's be serious here. Tweets. That's not how any of this works. We need to start living in reality and start taking people and working with people as they are people. Irrational actors. And, and work accordingly. So, JB, that was, I agree with everything you just said, except for one thing. <laughs> you said that we have to, and you heard my speech earlier about what I'm trying to do with this show. You said we have to take people and treat them as they are, as rational actors. Irrational actors. Oh, is that what you said? Oh, that I misheard you. Well, then you're exactly right. People don't make the right decision all the time. I no. don't. Are you kidding? I make decisions that I know that are bad, and I still do them. Right, but why? More often than but I why? care to admit. And you're a logical man. You're a science. Yeah. Ba- uh, we're all says. Why do you do it? Degrees on my wall, and I still do that shit all the time. Because why, man? Because you because believe. I'm human. Because I'm a human being. And and you believe. That there's a potential for a better future in exactly. that decision. There's a lot of there's a lot of that that goes into it. There, like I said, if you logic and reason will never win the day because that doesn't move people. It doesn't inspire people. Thank you. I was gonna bite my tongue because JB was supposed to be wrapping this up, but since Brian kept it going, um, you're saying that you can't reason and logic with everybody. I Not agree with, with everybody. Right. I Not agree with, with you. Everybody. And that's why some people, I know that it's uncomfortable, but some people, there might be two, three, five, whatever, but some people will resonate with the dark, twisted humor of Meghan McCain crying at her father's coffin because they understand the point that is being made. I'm not saying it's it's, it's everybody. I'm not saying it's most people. It might just be a couple people, but some people will see that and go, yes, I agree, agree with you. And I'm gonna wrap. I'm gonna wrap this up in two minutes. I, I, Dan, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And I agree. That's why I didn't stand out and say, as the PR guy, that's wrong. Because look, the message I understood it, but they fucked up since. But my point, and JB just echoed it, is that mean age daydream. The point of this fucking show, which JB didn't even know was the point of the show. You didn't even know his name of the show. And I respect him for that, which is why I like his perspective. <laughs> JB, don't it's listen well to the, don't listen to every our shows. Uh, I listen to them. The point, but the point being, to your point, is people are not rational responders. They're not logical responders. They respond to an incentive and a dream and a pitch and a vision of what can be better. And the Libertarian Party is so fucking bad at that. It's a it's unbelievable. So bad. So we've bad. Been right, if, if we've been right on everything. Stuck in the mire, that's it. Thank you, JB. Exactly. This this show is about teaching people how to communicate what we can promise, what the dream is. All right. I'm drunk. JB's drunk. Dan's drunk. Guys, thank you. These guys are heroes, by the way. Uh, I think I said at the start of the show, but I can't remember. I recorded an hour show. It was fucking awesome. He said it like five times, but yeah. 
Cool. Well, I'm drunk now. We <laughs> we recorded an hour and a 45 minute show before this show. They these guys stepped into the breach. Dan Smots of the System Is Down TV. JB, our man, Doctor Science, and now what? What do we come with? What's the What's the new one? <laughs> I don't know. Did we? Fuck yeah! It wasn't just Doctor Science. It was also, um, well, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Thank you, JB. Your champion, man. You'll be back on this now that Mark's gone. That racist. You're gonna be on this podcast a lot more. Now that I'm a lot back on. <sighs> you guys are great. <laughs> And you all are great out there. Join our Patreon. And also, I haven't mentioned it because uh, the show's been impromptu, but make sure you visit Galactica. C. Actually, I can't say CBD. Galactica Delta 8 Sleep Gummies. Galactica is the best thing. And by the way, don't worry. You're going to get these for free, this ad. <laughs> Why me not? You know what? Fuck it. If you're experiencing the trauma of your father dying, be him a war criminal or not, buy Galactica gummies at whatever he's about to say, because they will help you calm down the Twitter rage as you retweet and quote tweet and quote tweet and quote tweet and quote tweet and quote tweet. Exactly. Uh, your 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 sympathies and uh, your sadness. Um, that, actually, McCain, that actually buy some is, gummies. That actually is the the fucking promise now. I'm not even going to do the ad because if I don't have the exact web address, uh, I'm not going to do it. I did such a good ad. Galactic. Nailed it. Oh, it's so good. I have some. I got the samples. Google it. It's on the internet. <laughs> no, it's not. Hold on. I'll look it up. Shit. 16 right now. Hold on. Wait. Watch this. Watch If you this. want to be just as good of a podcast host as Brian McWilliams right now, try Galactic Gummies. <laughs> try Galactic Gumbers. That's a provocative name. I don't know if they're going to deliver what they're oh, promising with a name like Galactica. Galactica. That's the problem. Galactica is a movie. <laughs> you Galactica. Galactera is not a movie. Do you not even know the name of your sponsor? Uh, well, they're a brand new sponsor, <laughs> and I just got the gummies, and I had one. Clearly. I'll tell you how good they are. No, no. no. Okay, so. Galacta Galactera, G L A A C T E R R A dot com. Tell me you can remember that. Can you remember that? Galactera gummies. Galactera. Like Terra, like Earth. T E R R A. Yeah. Galactera. So, com. It's a bit the of a moon mouthful. landing was fake. Well, anyway, <laughs> Galactera.com is a freebie. No charge for this ad. Uh, I will say though this, like I sleep like shit. Horrible. Whoops. That was actually, what was that? Was that the that was ad? The, that was the countdown. I'm pretty hammered now. I sleep like shit and gummies. Like these are Delta eight. I sleep awesome on these things. Like I you wake up, like I'm not scared. Like I wake up like in sometimes like fits like, Oh, What's happening? Who's going on? Who's going to my house? Like I, they actually help me sleep. Do you guys take the like gummies to sleep? No, no. I just I, regular weed. I just like fight a regular through the, person. I, yes, <laughs> I, I just fight through the fits of rage and uh, you know night terrors. Really? Well, you get used to it after a while. 
See, I'm trying to work that out. Well, anyway, Galactera.com. Sleep gummies. <laughs> no, don't put that bit in. This is going great. It's all no, going on. It's all going the episode. Hat. I'm not going to charge it for this ad. Just, it all, just, it's all just, going. Just leave it all into spite Mark Clear in his over editing. Oh, I will always spite Mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mark's leaving. Bye, Mark. So anyway, uh, Mark's leaving. That is true. Sorry, guys. Uh, I had a nice speech. Uh, I'll do it next episode. <laughs> He's leaving. Uh, goodbye, Mark. It's okay. He was just as ill-prepared for his final podcast as you were for his final podcast. It was so bad. I was so prepared. <laughs> I recorded my final my podcast saying goodbye to his podcast so much farther in advance of his podcast. His was terrible. On brand. Anyway, Galactera, G-A-L-A-C-T-E-R-R-A.com, Galactera. 30% off your purchase. Anything, by the way, no minimum. Uh, use promo code LIONS. And uh, great sleep good night everybody yeah live long and live free fuck you nerds (laughs) all right whatever (laughs) guys keep those electric eyes on me babe jb are your electric eyes on me and always stay plugged into liberty i said i'd give you 30 minutes like an hour and a half ago (laughs) (laughs) so no dan electric eyes and always stay plugged into liberty all right Anyway, keep those ray guns to my head. Goodbye!